Hey listeners, how's it going? Sam Davies here. Welcome to another episode of Digital Noir Presents, a podcast loosely based around life in a digital studio. Got my co-host with me, Nicholas Pozik and Pretty Chris. This week we're talking about user experience design. Enjoy. Hey yep. guys, how's it going? How's good, everyone man. this week? Really good. Good. good I'm good. You. I'm good. So do we have? We have uh... Sam Davies. Uh, I'm here. Oh, hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. And uh, Nick Bozic, you're I'm, there? I'm Nick Bozic. Nick Bozic, could I'm, you introduce yourself, Nick? I'm, I'm a designer at Digital Noir. Oh, is that yeah. how you introduce yourself to everybody? Yes. Well, good. Nice. How about you, Sam? Uh, I don't know. I own Digital Noir, but sure. I, I don't, I don't uh, introduce myself <laughs> like <it>. that. <laughs> uh, and I'm Christo, and I'm a uh, programmer at Digital Noir. And this week, we're talking about user experience. So... I mean, I think user experience designs a few different kind of things people think about when we bring that up. There's kind of the design aspect. There's kind of the actual experience people go through. I think it's a very interesting topic. It's a very broad yeah, topic. Yeah, it's extremely broad. I mean, it's not just limited to software. There's a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, you can think about maybe actual places like airports have a lot of user design. Theme parks is pretty interesting. Yeah, I think yeah, it's... Malls, so everything. We're always saying UI, UX. It's UX has sort of become the the term for all-encompassing user experience. But I think when we talk about it, it's often software or app-based, specifically app-based, but then web-based too. But then it's, yeah, basically anything where you're using a product or an experience in the real world, like you said, malls or airports Mm or um, someone's hopefully planned that experience for the user. More often than not, maybe they haven't planned it and that's why things aren't actually as smooth as you would like. Exactly, especially airports. Especially airports. <laughs> airports is a good place to kick off the conversation, I reckon. Yeah. So we've actually been chatting with Adelaide Airport recently um, at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some airports in the world, you can see they put heaps of attention to detail about how a user's flow is going to be from before they get through the doors mm-hmm. all the way through onto yeah, the sure. plane itself. Yeah. And some have put zero thought into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, some, some airports, like the line just goes out the door. Like You can clearly see they didn't mm-hmm. really plan that well. But I'd like to know who was the first person to do the... The zigzaggy line, like I reckon. Oh, yeah. Thinking for like um, yeah. Disney, yeah. Disneyland or something. Yeah, like the security kind of. I noticed they do that at Adelaide actually. It's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. Like the, um, maybe not cool, kind of frustrating, but the, yeah, the zigzag lineup queue at the um, security check through. Yeah. It can be. It makes a lot of sense. I had, um, yeah. was lining up at the airport at Rome to put my bag in like, like uh, left luggage, they call it. So I wanted to, I was like in the airport for three hours, going to go out and look at Rome. Yep. walk around for a bit and just wanted mm-hmm. to like leave my bag at the airport yeah and i reckon the line was maybe i've got a photo of it somewhere like 250 meters maybe 300 meters of people just straight back going through the airport in this stupid line <laughs> what do you mean like the line to to leave your bag there yeah really yeah jesus it was hell it was horrible and it was hot when i say the zigzag like that i'm thinking like it's kind of satisfying having a line sometimes and continually moving like do you understand that kind of idea you prefer so, a straight line than a zigzag line? No, I prefer a zigzag line. So yeah, of course. Kind of, yeah, so the security they'll have, even if there's like not, I mean, it's kind of, it's just more satisfying to be walking somewhere than it is to actually, you know, be standing there waiting for something. And so they kind of design it that way. So even if there's like no one necessarily in the queue, they kind of have you walking. So this queue is continually moving. Yeah, and it feels like the front's closer as well. And it takes, Basically, up, it takes yeah. up less space. Yeah. I think it, that's the big thing. Psychology. So, it's yeah. kind of like, like, like the same thing with loading bars. It's probably like the same psychology that's used. Okay, but yeah. then what could they do if we're talking about, like let's apply some user experience design. Mm-hmm. So we've got a zigzag queue, which is taking up less space and uh, is giving people the illusion that they're getting to the front faster than what they would be if they were standing at the back of a, yeah. the same amount of people. Yeah. What else could you do in that to 
make the, the time probably more i mean if, if the line's already zigzagging there's only one line they yeah. split the end you know how they, you split the end into multiple parts so like yeah. multiple x-ray uh, scanners so, so i guess the line moves quicker with the illusion that because, but, but there's you know multiple outlets at the end of the line mm. so, so i guess it makes the line seem like it's moving faster as well in the um like in u.s airports a lot of them they've got TVs just blaring Fox at you, like yeah, you know, sure. I was gonna say kind scary, of maybe maybe like distractions or things yeah, you can or like do along the whatever. way. Whatever. So in the security lines, the perfect example is like, and sometimes they have humans coming and doing it. But if you could have, I don't know, like yeah, screens or some sort of interface saying like, take your laptop out of your bag, stupid idiot, you know, like so people don't oh, get to the front of the line, be like, oh no, what do I know? Mm, sure. take, I mean, take my laptop and take my shoes off. Oh man, <laughs> take my shoes off. Yeah. <laughs> people good. should be prepared once they get to the front of the line, right? Yeah, no, that's cool that you're right. Like, it's good to give people activities as they go along. And then also that's a way of making sure when they do get to the front of the line, they're just kind of straight away, they're all good to go. Yeah, yeah. to facilitate that preparation. Sometimes there's that's ads smart. on the ground as well. That's a good idea, having yeah. stuff mm. on. Yeah. yeah, it's screens on the ground because you're looking down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. exactly. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I feel like these days, like, a lot of people have mobiles anyway, so I'm not sure how much of, like, an issue distraction is going to be. The mobile should be in their bags ready for being yeah. scanned. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I would, I would like screens trays. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. Man. I mean, I guess you're looking down at your phone or you're just kind of standing around or nothing. Yeah. So you might as well look at something. I get some, I guess, like good, good line, up, line up for me and then I come to the front when <laughs> yeah. you get to the front. You can't do that in security, though. Yeah, yeah you can sort of can. You can just duck under, oh, duck yeah. under the road. Yeah, partner to stand like. there. <laughs> I hate lining up. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen, oh, sorry, I'm going to segue. In, in mm-hmm. New York, there's companies now that just line up, they're just professional cures. Wow, really? Yeah. How much do they charge? Do you know? Not that much. Like it depends on Can't how long. Do. So, that, yeah. so like, it, it all started with the with the Apple stuff. I think people and like movie theater tickets and stuff that you have to line up overnight. Mm-hmm. But they'll just yeah they'll they'll line up and get you know the front spot for an iPhone for you camp <laughs> out for two days. That's pretty. Is it like a so it's like a full time job or is this something people just kind of do at night maybe? No. There's, so there's one one guy I saw interviewed that was kind of. He's just he he runs a whole bunch of dudes that, that do it. And <laughs> he, ma- he manages his own way to say yeah, no, hundred percent. He's making serious money, like like really? proper That's money. Crazy. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Is it is it just for like for um, overnight lines or is it for like you think um, about Starbucks like every, stuff as well? everything in a big city sure. like that you have yeah. to line up for so, yeah. so how would I find a line waiter is it kind of like just a freelance app where you kind of go on and you're like oh, I would like someone to there, line there's up probably an iPhone. App. There's, it, I imagine there's an app for it's it I'll, I'll take a look let's have a look oh, they're probably just out there hustling on the street but yeah there's probably an app for it stand in line Man, I couldn't imagine like living in a city like that like, I see like a line here with 10 people and I'm like no I'm not no, I'm done <laughs> I'm just trying to find another shop that doesn't have a line yeah <laughs> I was, so I was in Melbourne the last couple of days and mm. yeah, Monday night there's restaurants that have lines up out the front. Yeah. This is like a barometer for how nice it is. How trendy sometimes, it is. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that's true actually. Usually. I mean, sometimes it's absolute crap. All right, so I, I like thinking about UX stuff in airports because I think there's so many... It, it can be such a bad user experience and mm-hmm. there's, so many, uh, there's so many areas where you could implement interesting design mm-hmm. whether it's uh, like a visual thing or industrial design so like chairs so you've seen a lot of airports now have chairs which are actually comfortable and you can sort of yeah. sit back mm-hmm. on and recline yeah, a little bit sure. so mm-hmm. yeah but before you'd always see people leaning on their backpacks asleep at the airport yeah. so singapore some of those airports where there's lots of um mm. yeah, like sports lounge and, uh, yeah, and like charging stations and stuff like that. charging reckon, stations yeah. is a big one i reckon yeah. some airports even do the opposite as far as that reclining thing goes like i reckon the adelaide airport chairs are mm. absolutely designed so you can't lie down on them well i, I think mm. some airports don't yeah they want you up yeah, and shopping yeah. they don't want you sitting around mm. but especially yeah. the the big asian hubs like mm. uh in mm. bangkok and mm. and singapore kl they, mm. they do have them because there's so many people um you know, changing through yeah. there. I mean, I mean, it's crazy now because I was in Singapore Airport 
last year sometimes. Um, and there was like a like a big rainforest like within the airport now, so you can actually just walk in yeah. there and there's like ah, butterflies nice. in there and stuff. Yeah. You smoke in there? Nah, just... you can't. There's, there's, yeah, there's like a special room for smoking in there. How does it I work mean, with not in there? How does it work with it? customs having all this like plant life and stuff too? They're not worried about that. I guess it's in the airport. Yeah, they, they could definitely do something to improve the user experience of the smoking room. I, I don't smoke anymore, but I used to. And going to those rooms is like, yeah. How does the room work? Is, is it? It's, it's just like a, a square box with like a, a duct in the top that sucks the air so out. It's terrible. <laughs> Twelve great ashen face <laughs> people in black sad, overcoats sad there crying, crying <laughs> into their hands <laughs> as they smoke their expensive cigarettes. Um, yeah, I mean, like I've. I mean, I'd be curious to see how much um, like research and um, um, psychology goes into like planning an airport. Because um, not recently, but like a while back ago, I read this book about like mm. shopping psychology. Yep. Yeah, cool. And um, the dude who wrote it, like his job is to travel around the world to like big retailers and then basically tell them how to organize their shop to maximize revenue. Yeah. So like, so like he's he's researched that when males walk in. Well, not males, but when people walk in, they tend to go left first. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then um, males tend to not ask questions, um, like not not ask where yeah. stuff is, because like male, males, I don't know, like they're different than females. So like they're hunting. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. kind of like a hunter's mentality. <laughs> and stupid. So, yeah. <laughs> so like too proud. So like um, uh, malls would usually put men's stuff where it's easier to find mm. than women's stuff. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, hating something, stuff like that. It's put, quite, put it's quite the, interesting. The bread right in the back corner so you have to go all the way <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. shop to get yeah. to the eggs well, it's interesting yeah, it too like i don't know if you noticed a lot of the time in the grocery store they have the fresh produce like so at least some fresh produce right at the front like you said on the left too when people walk in so you kind of come in and there's this illusion that it's like you know i would say nice right i think it's always on the right literally always on no the right way you're crazy yeah. i think it's on the left Every, all the shops i go to it's on the right what i think fresh food people will fresh food and coles and woolworths no, nah, I think no. Mine's mine's always on the left. Like, on one's been my house. Yeah, I think Skip you're right. Skipping down south. Skipping <laughs> 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 down south. Crazy right turn. And yeah, I think I think you're right there. It's always on the left. Um, and you kind of I know it's weird this natural tendency we have to just kind of turn left. It's kind of catering towards that. I don't think it's like I don't think it's a left and right thing. It's fresh food is always in there, like the mm. entrance, because because some some just naturally have different layouts. But then what's interesting about UX design is that perhaps there's been research done on this, but then. Know, there's probably a, a next level where someone goes, okay, well, this is the experience that everyone's used to. Mm. And we see this a lot when we're designing like mm. websites or interfaces. Okay, this is the experience that everyone's been used to for however long, mm-hmm. sometimes 50 years. But then one small change could actually make a huge difference and, yeah. and people just yeah. haven't done it yet yeah. and haven't taken the time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's definitely some value in mixing things up like i know to going back to supermarkets for example like i know a lot of the time they'll completely change you know the arrangement of where stuff is in the supermarket and mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem to be any benefit from that other than kind of making people kind of explore and figure that out again yeah I yeah don't know. yeah i mean i guess that's like another thing you want people to explore and see everything yeah. um i think a lot of the time maybe not so much these days with the big you know the big coals and woolies they probably are thinking about it but a lot mm. of the time when you couldn't find stuff it was just because they hadn't thought about it and someone's you know some 21 year old yeah let's go i know let's let's move this over here i don't know i think there's so much in it these days though i think it has to be i think it's all pretty well laid out these Got days out. Sure. Mm-hmm. yeah i know one weird thing actually as far as ux goes is um and we're actually in high sorry not high school uni we're studying this thing to do with um processes and they were doing uh you know the self-checkout thing we actually found out it actually takes a lot longer to do self-checkout but at the same time people still prefer it so even like the 12 items or less line yeah it's gonna be a lot faster to go through there but i don't know for some reason even like knowing that we still prefer it Mm. it's really interesting Mm. 
It doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah, not at all. That's the thing. But even like knowing that, it's still like, yeah, I'd probably still rather just do it myself. <laughs> when at first, when I was living in the UK, so uh, six or seven, eight years ago, when I first mm. self-checkout came out, yeah. they're like, yeah, oh, this is cool. This is going to save time. Mm. And then you know, the, the user error that people go through with te- you know, technology and you know, people trying to get used to how things work and, and then having to have uh, someone standing there actually watching everybody go yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is always just a nightmare. I think it saves them a lot of money, though, right? With like, it is I mean, kind of still a nightmare. Like, do you know when it you saves um, them wages on yeah, on like stuff. Having, yeah, exactly, or even like you know, ten stuff maybe. Yeah, sure. You know, when you scan stuff and then it says, "Please put the item in the bagging area." Yeah, and then it freezes. That happens yeah. like ten times for me. Oh, really? Like it's every every time. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, I don't know why they have that. <laughs> it's been better for me lately. I don't know. It's mm. still. I mean, I think it's. I mean, not that I'm talking from personal experience, but I think it is still relatively easy to steal stuff through there as well. Yeah, it's, it's the honest system. Good. Yeah, kind of, especially when it comes to like different veggies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. <laughs> sounds like Chris is stealing stuff. Maybe <laughs> busted. I didn't want to say it. Oh yeah, when when you, when you get the uh, the nashi pear, but you call it the uh, the cheap. <laughs> get the avocado. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just an apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought these were apples. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as a designer, Nick. Mm-hmm even though you work more on sort of graphic user interfaces, but mm-hmm. in a supermarket, mm-hmm. what's one thing you can think of right now that you think would improve the user experience in a supermarket? Oh, putting me on spot here. Sure. Um, I got something, I reckon. All right. Thank you. I think just maybe giving people an easier guide for where stuff is. Like, I don't know, maybe you can yep. actually have an app of like, you know, at least on what aisle stuff is, just so mm-hmm. you can find it super easily. Or I just mean, nice touchscreen interfaces, that, you know, rather than just having mm-hmm. the things at the top, like the, the I don't know, the, on the islands. I know that's yeah. sort of a big selling area, but mm-hmm. something you could have there to sort of help guide people kind of through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe just the other thing is that, I don't know, could could these uh, supermarkets get more, get more vertical potentially? Like I feel like, there's, I don't know, they're very open and wide and sometimes it takes forever to walk from one side to the other and yeah. look for something. But maybe just like a better navigation system. Like stacking or things higher? Like another yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. So you, um, I, know we, I think we talked about it a bit mm-hmm. last week, but the app plate that Nicole and the, um, we know has launched, which is sort of like a recipe. You find a recipe online mm-hmm. and, it, and it'll give you the ingredients and you can have them delivered to you. Yep. But what if you f- do a shopping list, right? Mm-hmm. Do a shopping mm-hmm. list for Coles yep. and then it plans out my route in the shop. Yeah. So I walk <laughs> in and I just go, I won, I'll four, yeah. five, I'll three. It plans me the fastest way to get everything yeah. I want. Yeah. I would maybe That's use pretty that cool. yeah, 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 once yeah. or twice. Yeah. And forget you know about it's super it. crazy. <laughs> you know it's super crazy talking about that actually. You know apparently so there's Amazon Prime have that you know super high turnover of actually delivering goods. Yep. The way they stack their warehouse is they use that exact process except they don't actually organize things into areas. They'll take items mm, and put yeah, them into yeah. like, like yeah. random spots. I heard about that. And then yeah, create like a pathfinding route based on that. And so there's no like kind of overall kind of organization. It kind of, and it turns out that's the most efficient way to find. They to get, let, to get that shopping list overall. They let, you know, like an algorithm like, work yeah, out. Like, yeah, yeah, like a robot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, um, instead of like going all the way at, like down the end of the warehouse to get a, some stuff, yeah. like they'll kind of spread that stuff throughout. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's no one central location for iPhones. They're just, everything is literally everywhere, but mm. they know exactly where it is and they'll yeah. kind of say, you got to go this path to find stuff and that's the quickest mm. way to do it. So the stupid humans can just throw stuff wherever they want? Pretty much, yeah. They're supposed to. Apparently. Well, no, no, no. I think, like um, the humans are like behind this glass. I mean, there was this video footage I saw of it, and there's like a robot that fetches it, and then the oh, and okay. then the robot dumps it on this like little like, like moving line, and the the human picks it up, and puts it into the mm. to the post box. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I think the Pathfinder app for supermarkets is actually kind of a good idea. That would depends, be cool. Yeah. yeah, depends how big the supermarket is. Like you you want it to be fairly big. Yeah. You had to have your shopping list oh. like on point too because you wouldn't want to ruin <laughs> that. You kind of write a shopping list before you go shopping. Yeah, I always sure. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I don't know, half-wing it, I think. I have to count for that. Mm. 
Turn left, L5, further, further. Do the Google Maps voice. Black Turn pepper. left at L3. Well, like I think the thing with um, like user experience and user design, like the ones that kind of change things for everyone is like the ones that no one like, really thinks of in a way. It's like... The big game changes. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, really like... I think it was named Steve Steve Jobs said it like people don't really know what they want until they see it kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. So like, do you remember like the very first um, iPhone? Um, during the keynote, like when he did the swipe to unlock, it was just like the wildest thing like ever. Yeah. Like just like swipe to unlock the screen. They were like people like oh like oohs and ahs in the, in the yeah. crowd. It's just like I don't know. I think a lot of the time it's just as a well, simple thing now. I think not even necessarily they they know when they see it. Like I think a lot of the time they'll have these really disruptive UX designs and they're frustrating at first. Yeah. But then when you get used to them, like, you know, like we talked about like, you know, last week, like the um, unlocking with your fingerprint on your iPhone yep. and things like that. I mean, yep. we can talk about that, the face scanner now, you know, for now it's like, oh, I've got to lift up to my face. But, mm. you know, in five years we could be like, you know, this is like the only and the best way yeah, to do people it. Get used to it yeah. Some stuff sticks and some stuff doesn't. I, yeah, find, sure. I find with UX, it's one of those things that, like if you think about like the, I don't know, the Windows sort of mm. GUI that's been around since know, 3.1. Like, it hasn't changed yeah. that much. Like, mm. it's, it's become more sophisticated, but, you know, mm. like the... Yeah, the base is the still there. The menu is still sort of bottom yeah. bottom left. And I think when... It, and when, when, they, when they tried to go away in Windows was say, 8, was it? Was and that was awful. like, wow, oh, that was terrible. bring back the start <laughs> menu. Yeah. Why did they do uh, that exactly? I wasn't... That seemed like a weird move to me. I think, were they trying to make it more compatible for like tablets? Uh, like tablets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're trying to run the same operating system for tablets yeah, and desktop, sure. which I think is stupid. Crazy, yeah. So a, like a big popular app um, that has a, a non-intuitive user interface is Snapchat. And you, I saw this week that they're actually talking about redesigning the whole thing to make it more intuitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. I can kind of see that. People have gotten used to it. Yeah, some people have, but maybe not. Yeah, the, maybe the new, like the new... Um, I mean, I'm used to it, but I can definitely see there could be improvements. Like, it's pretty, I don't know, it's not great. It's a bit annoying. Yeah, part I mean, of, yeah. No. Well, part of the, uh, initially, anyway, they say it was by design. They were actually doing it because they saw their, you know, their age bracket, mm-hmm. 15 to 25, mm-hmm. are more you know, exploratory. So yeah. they're, they're, they're happy to flick through and, yeah. and find stuff. And they kind of want it to be a process to work out how to use it mm-hmm. and find things within it, mm-hmm. as opposed to being super intuitive yeah. and, and sort of dumbed down i think well i yeah. think apple have adopted snapchat in a way like on the lock screen now when you swipe like you swipe right to go to the camera and then you swipe left to do something else yeah sure. so it's kind of similar to snapchat mm. um, i guess yeah. that's part of it part of ux isn't just necessarily making what's most intuitive it's kind of having these like design patterns across like different apps and different devices yeah. and stuff like that yeah. like you said the difference between like the ios operating system and actually you know snapchat keeping that kind of consistent i mean that's something like people kind of learn mm-hmm. over time so yeah, you I mean, kind of have to account for that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like I mean, UI is slowly changing, but if you think about um, the back button, right, it's on the top left. Yeah. But phones are continually getting bigger, and it's getting harder and harder to reach the top left corner. Sure. So I mean, yeah, slowly, sure. so they've started implementing the swipe left to go back, but people still don't use it as much. I don't think. Mm. Um, so yeah, like something has to adjust there. I think I think soon you'll see something change there, where the back button's going to be somewhere else. I mean, they started trying to put things down bottom more for that reason, haven't they? But I don't know. It's yeah, kind yeah. Of, it's pretty. It's kind of all over the place for each device at the moment, though. I think. Yeah, yeah. So like um, the um, the footer, which David hates. <laughs> um, like oh, on, the, on apps. Yeah, on apps. Yeah. They hate footers and websites, do they? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. Um, like footers went away for a little while, right? Do you, I mean, if you if, if you recall, like. Um, like the, the the sticky nav bar at the bottom. You mean sticky nav? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. actual yeah. footer. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. footer. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Footer menu. Yeah, um, it sure. kind of went away for a while and everyone was in the trend of like the slide out menu, you know, from the top. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, sure. But then now they've kind of drifted back towards the the footer menu because of screen sizes getting yeah. bigger. It's just more convenient. Definitely. Yeah. I think I like that more, the footer menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's easier to access yeah, mm. when using a phone with one hand. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago in terms of like things being more vo- voice activated, which changes things again. Mm. Like I think that the actual you know, touch screen stuff will probably become less and less. Kind of phase out, yeah. Mm. I mean, I wonder, have you guys picked up any kind of design patterns that have happened with voice activation stuff yet? Not really, to be honest. It's not. It's not as practical because you can't really use voice in like busy areas. Yeah, it's, it's. I haven't used Siri, but I think big probably a big part of the reason it'd be so awkward to even be in the office and just be like Siri, do this. You know, when there's like twenty other people in the room. Well, I've been finding well, with the AirPods, like walking yeah. around and tapping your ear and talking to yourself. Just I don't know. You feel kind of like a dick. But I mean, maybe that's like a pause. Maybe that's like a cultural thing. We'll kind of get used to that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we are looking for pawns. Yeah. Pawns. <laughs> Pause. Pause. It is. It is kind of stupid with the AirPods. You have to tell Siri to turn up. So a, a better user experience, I thought, and user interface with the headphones is mm. if there's a Parrot Bluetooth, and it's it's got swipe gestures. So swipe up, yeah, yeah. volume, swipe back, double tap. So like basically, you know, as many yeah, swipe yeah. gestures as you can imagine. Yeah. Um. Google mm. just released the Google Google Buds. I think they're called Google so, Buds. Well, they're direct competitor of AirPods. Yeah. Um. They like, I mean, they're pretty nice, but for some reason they have like a string that's attached to, to, to each one. Yeah, right. Um, and it has it has a tampon. Uh, not really a tampon. It's just like a string, and like this, the the um the string is adjustable, so it, it like fits your ear. It's really weird. What? You can you, you, you can look yeah, it up. Take a look see at these. Yeah. Um and um yeah, it has swipe, uh, so, uh touch and hold to activate uh, Google Assistant, and swipe up, swipe down to volume up volume down so it's a bit like a step up from airpods but has a, a stupid string as i said it's kind of hard to explain like you adjust the um the string to fit your ear like the top of your ear it's, it's really weird yeah i kind of see that Ooh, i kind of see yeah that's a bit that does look a bit crazy yeah yeah so that, yeah, so that loop there it fits the arch of your ear okay. so you can like push it in or pull it out and they're both on one loop that goes behind your head <laughs> yeah I'm not a huge fan of that. I think a big seller for like the yeah, um, the AirPods is like mm-hmm. not having any strings attached. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, like yeah. I think it's awesome that you know you yeah. don't get your phones headphones yeah. tangled up. I think it's just a bit. I bought mine last week and I'm like I'm I'm loving them. Yeah, they're, they're so good. No, they're super cool. I'm super yeah. got super AirPod envy. Yeah. <laughs> Digital Noir presents the yeah. Apple Fanboy yeah. podcast. Apple yeah, <laughs> Nicholas Bozic. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean it's not really fanboy. It's just uh, good good products. Okay, yeah. so I mean we've kind of talked. That's an interesting uh, cut off there because we've just been talking for another 20 minutes and realized that <laughs> we weren't recording. <laughs> Bit of a technical issue. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Extreme technical issue. <laughs> um, we went off on a bunch of uh, tangents talking about uh, cars for a long time, mm. car interface design. Um, can, we, can you summarize it all in, in a couple oh, of sentences, Jesus. Nick? It was, um, I mean, to summarize that whole 20 minutes of conversation. Um, Tom Cruise, self-driving cars. Um, Minority Report. Minority Report. What else? Uh, software, lines of code. A lot of code, yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Now that, we, we can we can throw that in there quickly because I, yeah. I went on for a bit of a tangent about it. But mm-hmm. 150 million lines of code in a modern car, mm-hmm. and uh, only uh, 100 million lines of code in in your MacBook operating yeah. system. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy how mm. complex cars are. Um, Definitely, but they still can't put a drink holder in the right spot. Right? No, nope. <laughs> that's still a long way to come. Yes. Of everything, <laughs> and One, and uh, and also we can't record a podcast. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The user experience of our podcast is pretty average. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> no, the miracle of editing. We just came straight back in, right? Well, one thing I was thinking about during our little uh, break there was mm-hmm. product. I think product design's a massive one for. So if you think about a source bottle, like mm-hmm. yeah, the the, the the design of it or a honey bottle, yeah. you know, actually flipping it so it sits on its lid, mm-hmm. so that it's always. Yeah, facing that's down. That's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting when you see a lot of, I guess, yeah, non-technical things like a little, little everyday items, like you just said, like a sauce bottle to flip on its lid. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to think of some examples. I think you got cut off. We were talking about fridges for a bit. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so they, I mean, looking at modern fridges, they're doing all sorts of interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they try to maybe take it too far. You're talking about having the reordering, and I know that Alexa's yeah, cameras built at, into them. Yeah, doing like full kitchens where it knows everything yeah. that you've got, but. How organized has your kitchen got to be for it to remember like where things are? Are you always yeah. going to put your honey back in the same spot? I mean, maybe you will eventually. Maybe you have a spot no, or maybe you I, just have I, like I, a, I definitely a pantry. <laughs> maybe you have like a pantry with a scanner and it kind of, maybe you can pick up the barcodes or something. I mean, maybe that'll be it eventually. They have like little, whatever is it, RFD, RFID tags to yeah. actually, yeah, scan stuff. And then when you go shopping next time, mm. they'll know what you need. Probably like a super high little. res camera in the middle of the room right. and just scan everything in your room. Yeah, I like if, I, if I could just take something out of the fridge, like, you know, take some honey out of the cupboard, yeah. put it on whatever I want, throw it on the floor, and then someone yeah. robot picks it up, puts it back where it's supposed to be, just <laughs> out how much is left. Just be like an absolute caveman, just throw stuff everywhere. <laughs> Are these robot servants? Is it, this is this is a big segue now. But uh, mm. how do you talk to your Google Home? Yeah? How do you talk to it? What voice do you talk to it in? What do you mean? What, what, what voice? And when you talk to your uh, your device, pretend mm-hmm. I'm Google Home. Yeah, pretend Chris is Google Home. Um, I, I mean, most of the time I've been playing with my daughter, so I'll be like, "Hey, Google." Um, recite a a to z okay and the google will so you're quite it. polite with google yeah yeah i mean I oh, i'm not oh, really uh, what do you yeah. what do you i mean what do you say like, alexa pause pause do it now <laughs> jesus alexa <laughs> oh, i hate you siri siri siri's terrible i don't i mean i don't use it i mean i wonder bad, if in the future bad user experience but that, and yeah. do you think it comes down to how well it works? Because yeah, that's a big yeah. thing. With it doesn't know as much. Yeah. Like right? it, it feels it's like a dumb person compared to Google Assistant. <laughs> Google's like a smart person. Siri's. Like I, mean, I wonder how that's going to affect us in the future, though, right? Like I feel like Siri and Google Home and a lot of these things are going to be way more prevalent, and we're going to start talking to them maybe just as much or more than we're talking to regular mm, people. Does sure. that mean when we're talking, is there going to be a difference between the way we talk to people, or mm. are we going to be just? Yeah. You know, we're going to lose some courtesy when we talk well, to real people because we're so used to talking I to think robots. People have already done that. Like, I think what? if you work, it's funny. We're talking to um, Anya, who runs the coffee shop downstairs, yeah. and she she makes judgments on people instantly based off how polite they are. Yeah, I'm allowed to say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Anya, tell me if that's yeah. correct. Or not. <laughs> but true, like she's like I think so, everyone, many, so, everyone many, so many people are just rude straight yeah. away when they order mm-hmm. something. One coffee. Well, I think it's you <sighs> could be in a bad mood, right? Maybe. Yeah, but I think you'd start what seeing that most yeah. people are kind of just fairly rude. I think yeah. someone said one time, it's like you can kind of tell a lot about somebody by, you know, how they treat somebody they don't need anything from, if you know what I mean. Like if it's, Sure. And I think, you know, it's maybe to do with... So I'll just retract that statement I said before about how I talk to Alexa and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, sure. And like, like hospitality, you know, like if there might be a waiter or somebody, you know, you could treat them however you want. But I mean, you can kind of, yeah, you can kind of treat them how you want. Mm. Maybe the internet's the same way. Like, you know, a lot of online forums, there's like a lot of toxic behavior. Sure, if it's sort of faceless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, I, think, I mean, that's kind of a segue into um, like design for sound. So it's like kind of user interface, but you don't see the user interface. It's like audio user mm. interface design. Sure. Yeah. I so think that, then you want to be thinking like in smart ways of prompting how people are going to ask questions yeah, exactly. and then processing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wonder if the internet itself can actually be designed better so we do get a more personal feel so it's not just this like random faceless person you're talking to on like an online forum 
I wonder how far you can go. I feel like there is a long way to go. It's just so annoying when you go to like Siri. It's like, Siri, what is something? It's like, here is the Google results for whatever. And it's like, that's the worst thing ever. Google (laughs) system will actually give you the answer. Yeah, Yeah, same with Alexa too. Mm. I don't understand why they can't work that out. How much money they have. (laughs) They got a long way to come. It's still like early days. (laughs) Pointless. Alexa is like run by Amazon. Like, you know, Amazon is mm. like an e-commerce shop. Yeah, really. This bookseller, basically, yeah. <laughs> neighborhood be- bookseller, be- and they can beaten by like a bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> do you think if Alexa was or Siri was super on point, would you be a lot more polite? Would you talk in a polite way? No, I'm, I'm actually pretty polite. I'm kind of, I'm kind of joking. Really but I do, I, yeah. I, do get, I do get annoyed. Like if it, if it doesn't in my car, my car one's mm. terrible. Like it's, it, it's a piece of junk. So yeah, I, I scream at it. Like I'll literally be screaming. <laughs> What's cancel, actually, cancel. Actually, out of interest, what is the kind of voice in your car? Well, like, because I mean, you know, it's like I think back to this telemarketing thing, and apparently everybody, like all kind of demographics, always respond most positively, positively to like young females, so like maybe twenty-one-year-old females. And you think about with like Siri and Alexa, that's kind of that voice they're going mm-hmm. for. If you think yeah. about it, so I wonder if that's part of it, is because it's very like you know. No, it's it's kind of like a disembodied American robot in my car. I think it's a male voice. Male yeah, voice. that's what I mean. Like, isn't it mm. interesting? You kind of get more pissed off with that. But yeah. then I think mm. I think that'd be kind of the way they've actually designed it is they kind of go for that voice in Siri and Alexa. There's probably like a yeah, there's decision like science behind it. Psychology a decision, behind yeah, it. a decision mm-hmm. they made is to actually make that easier. Experience but what about more Facebook's one? The, the you know the spoof they did with uh, Morgan Freeman. Doesn't everybody want Morgan Freeman right in their life? I think you do, but oh, you yeah. don't. It's like Facebook's AI. Yeah, Jarvis. Yeah. But that was, is that happening? Is that a thing? I mean, I think so eventually, yeah. I think he's, he's, it's, it's in like early uh, prototypes. Our producer, at, at the David, is vigorously shaking his head <laughs> in, in affirmation. <laughs> in Zuckerberg's new project. In Zuckerberg's new project. Sucker. Producer slash seducer. <laughs> I think I heard that from another podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Always stealing Uh-oh, podcast jokes? No, nice. that's lame. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. All right, guys. Well, uh, since we've already lost half of the podcast, maybe we yeah. should uh, wrap it up there today. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, all in the uh, all in the joy of uh, learning a new uh, experience, right? I think so. We can improve our user experience next Definitely. week. I think there's a lot, a lot, a uh, long way to go in a lot of different areas. So yeah. just make sure we record the, the audio next time. Yeah, don't hit the pause button. Definitely, <laughs> uh, number one thing yeah. to learn. Maybe do podcast. Don't do any more fact checking while we. Recording. Okay, we need a fact checker. Yeah, great. We'll get bring an extra extra laptop or something. Yeah, that works. Oh, actually, we have phones. Yeah, or we could get the Google Home in here for the uh, oh, podcast yeah. since we yeah. always talk about it. Yeah, we should. It's like, it's like a third guest tour. Sweet. Host. Maybe we don't even oh, need to do this anymore. Yeah. Now we have better user experience yeah. for our listeners. Yeah. Maybe that can be a guest. We yeah. can bring in Google Home. Actually, I <laughs> actually sit there and go like. Google, repeat after me, and I'll just say like a really long sentence, which goes for like half an hour, and then it repeats like the whole thing. Please bring it in next okay. week, and we'll have right. this fourth, fourth <laughs> guest on there. No, no, guest. actually, we should do our first guest yeah. with, with Google. All right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll ask it questions. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. <laughs> That's the plan. That's next week's podcast. All right. Okay. All right. Tune in next Done. week, folks. Cheers. For the first guest. Catch okay. you later. See, See you guys. Ya. See ya.